hit a pinnacle Shining on them, I'd rather trip alone Put those on game who didn't know The true form of pure evil's invisible So I keep a lot of vision Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sunday Punch Podcast. I will not be talking about sports. If you want to listen to sports, Charles Napa Charlie will be coming on tomorrow. Uh, That's after the national championship game to review a week of football, who made it into the playoffs and the national championship. So that should be a good one. I'm just going to riff today. Just felt like doing it. Uh, I haven't been doing the cast lately because I've been doing a lot of stuff, you know. I went to Recife, Brazil. I've been telling people, I I thought Recife was pretty common knowledge of of where it is, but I've been mentioning it to people and they're like, just look at me with like a blank face. And so Recife, that is in Brazil. And I went there because I met a girl at one of my buddy's weddings in Rio, Ryan Tickle and Alini Nas, and I met one of her friends at this wedding. This was in September. Her name was Lisa, and uh, we kind of hit it off at the wedding. Kept talking, and uh, she invited me to Recife to uh, you know hang out for two weeks. And I said, "Hmm, well, I, I said what I normally do in these situations. You know, it's." how many opportunities or chances are you going to get like this ever again? I mean, I'm 33 years old now, January 3rd, 1990, baby. I thought probably not that many opportunities anymore uh, of a beautiful woman inviting you somewhere. I don't know why I think like this. I I think I'm going to be dead soon. That's why. But I went and uh, it was interesting. It, uh, I posted some photos from there, you know, being all Mr. Cool Guy. But I, I will say this. It, it was not smooth sailing the entire time. I got there, and, uh, and, and it was awesome at first. You know, we were hanging out. We were going out with her friends. Um, and in my mind... I thought we were kind of on the next step of becoming like hey, boyfriend and girlfriend, you know. Welcome to Relationship Advice on the Sunday Punch Podcast. I thought we were going to, you know, that was the next step. We had been talking every single day since September, right? And this is now a week or two weeks before Christmas, September, October, November. December. So basically three and a half months. We've been talking every single day. And so my with my experience with women, they want to take the next step after that. And usually my playbook is hey, keep it honest from day one. I'm not looking for anything serious. Blah blah blah. You know the rest of the script. It's the fuckboy script. Okay. But I've always tried to be very honest. But I am 33 and I thought, you know what? Why don't we try this time with this girl, if she wants, to really plan something out here? And I had already planned like a lot of stuff in my head. I was like, all right, well, she's in Brazil, right? I'm 
Well, I'm in Florida now, but I'm in Chicago most of the time. Dude, I work remote now. I don't know where I'm going to be in the next few months, let alone a year, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, one of her really good friends, Alini, lives in Tampa. I could I could conceivably see us moving to Tampa. Look, look, I'm like really projecting here. And I know it was insane to be doing this. But again, you have to get into my mind, right? Where I was thinking, let's give it a shot of thinking long term. I had never even thought long term before, right? And so I was like, all right, she's in Brazil. If we move to Tampa... There's Alini. She has connections with Brazilian people. So she'd already have a group of friends. I was even thinking, all right, well, she'd need a job. Well, Alini's husband, my buddy, Ryan Tickle, owns a company there. He could give her a little job within the company doing whatever, right? It's just something that that could give her some experience. And if she wanted to do something else, she at least has something on the resume I can always provide, right? In the meantime, I have a great job. I'm working remote. So that's where my mind was. So when I landed in Recife, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to be very uh, boyfriend-esque, right? And that means I'm going to be, you know, all over her, uh, you know, really talking with, really trying to like be friends with her friends, blah, 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 lovey-dovey, et cetera, et cetera. We go out one night, having a great time, by the way, in Olinda, which is like a historical town near Recife. We're dancing. We're having a good time. I met like her friends are awesome. Uh, One of her friends was actually living right next door to our Airbnb. She had a boyfriend in town who's from France. I'm hitting it off with this guy. I'm feeling like we're on like a, a... there's two other couples, right? So I don't know if you call that a three-way date, but we were basically like coupling it up. And so I'm being very lovey-dovey, right? So then we're going home and she says, we have to talk. At this point, I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> no, no, mind you, let's get the time frame. I was like, this is my second or third day there right and it's the basically my second day there because the first day i get there i have to sleep you know i've been traveling for 13 hours i I just take a long sleep and just like a simple dinner at night then we had the brazil game the next day okay yeah so then this is the third day we're going home she's like we need to talk i'm like okay and so we sit down we talk and she says to me I feel like you're more serious than I am. Now imagine being me flown, talk to this person every single day. We're calling each other like babe, which apparently is just very common in Brazil, right? You call someone babe in the United States. It's like you are so dating. It's insane. And everyone's sick of you because you're calling your significant other babe, which is the, one of the most sickening things that could possibly happen. And I felt sick doing it, right? But I was doing it. 
because I again I was in this mindset. Let's give this long term thing a chance, right? I had just dated a girl from Mexico where she almost moved to Chicago, so I was already like, okay, I can I I can go the distance. Hercules reference, Disney classic. She says, fast forward. I feel like you're going, you're serious. You're more serious than I am, right? And she was like, I just want to have fun. To which I, in my mind, realized she was giving me the speech that I give to, uh, that I've given to to women. <laughs> I was on the receiving end of the speech, Right. And so I felt like it was like some cosmic karma that I was getting. Because I was like, now I'm in like defensive mode. And I'm like, because truthfully, I really don't care. (laughs) Like, even though I was in that mindset of RK, the next step is boyfriend, girlfriend, and you're going to have to get serious real quick. And this girl might want to move and blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm taking all the steps. I'm planning Tampa out. I'm planning like our life together. I'm a planner. Hell, why do you think I got such a good job? I plan, I plan, I plan, I plan. But it was, it was like some cosmic karma. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, she is giving me the speech that I give to all of these girls that I, that, you know, date. So then I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Let's just have fun. I was like, I thought you wanted to be serious and blah, blah. And I was like, I'll have fun for another 15 years if you let me. But she said it right. And so now, now it's weird. Now it, now like there's like this weird energy emanating throughout the airbnb and of course we don't i don't know how graphic i should get in this podcast fuck it who cares of course we don't have sex that night right because it's too weird i don't know what's going on i don't know if she likes me anymore like in my mind i was like okay is this just something like she realized she didn't like me three days in and now I've got 11 more days here and she's trying to be polite. Right. So now, now in my, that's, this is why it's weird in my mind. I'm like, Oh, okay. She doesn't like me. I've got 11 more days here and she's being polite. So that it's like in her mind, it's not weird for 11 days. Right. So then I'm like, oh, shit. I can't even, like, I don't know how to act, right? Because I was like, does she like me or does she not like me? That was where my mind was. So then the next day, we go to the beach. We're at breakfast. And, like, I'm pretty direct. So I'm just like, I feel weird. (laughs) I feel weird about this whole thing. And she was like, yeah, I feel weird, too. And uh, I was like, I don't really know how to act around you anymore i don't know if you like really like me she was like no i i really do like you but like you know you were like already like to me like planning our life together and i was like i don't care i I like but like how do you tell someone that right when you were acting that way how do you tell someone that you were just 
acting. <laughs> my whole life is an act. My whole life is just masks. I don't think anyone actually knows me. You know, have you have you ever had that realization? Where you're like, I have all these friends. I don't think anyone knows me, like deep down. And not like, but how do you tell a girl that, right? And so I was like, all right, well, I, I start, I, I just started, I, well, at first I said, look, I think you were throwing some mixed single signals out. You're calling me babe. Okay, she addressed that. Everyone in Brazil calls everyone else babe, and they all make out with each other, and they all twerk on each other, and they all, like, uh, bang each other, apparently. Th there's no limits to the, to the casualness, right, in Brazil. And, um, sorry, I just got a text from Charlie. Oh, he's sending me NFL bets. I'm not talking about sports, people. So anyways, where was I? I was talking about... I forget. We are at breakfast. I said it was weird. God damn it, Charlie. God damn you. Threw me off my amazing track. My mental track here. Um. Okay, so she was like, no, I really like you. But you were planning everything else. And I was trying. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to tell her that, no, you know, I was doing like what I thought was what she wanted. Right. So then I started from the beginning. I just said, you know, let's just pretend like we just met each other. Let's get to know each other again and uh, we'll go from there. And so that's what we did. And I just like in my mind, I was like, I'm not even going to act like she's even uh, been romantic with me at all, right? I'm going to act like I'm trying to pick her up for the first time. So we had a good day, right? We told each other stories. Um, we really got to know each other, like deep, deep down, um, you know, issues, triumphs, uh, the ups and the downs, as they say. And I thought that was good. But again, it was too weird. And so now like two, three, I would say three days go by. And now I'm really like, at first I was thinking, right, this was a huge mistake. I should not have come here. Like, you know, I like I, immediately I was beating myself up and like going into the dark spiral that I usually go into. And I was saying, huge mistake. Shouldn't have come here. Why am I here? She's just like telling me she likes me. I don't know what to do. Like, this is so depressing. Blah, blah, blah. That was my initial thought. That, that took over for about an hour. And then because of all these like self-help books I'm reading, I'm like, reframe, reframe, Adam. You got to reframe it. And I said, okay, now picture... I, I'm just on vacation and I've just met this girl, right? So I've reframed it in my mind. And I thought to myself, I'm in a beautiful Airbnb. I'm in a beautiful area of Brazil, right on the beach. And I'm with, at this point, right, a friend who just happens to be a smoke show hot chick. There could be worse things in life. So I was like, okay, 
well, now you're just on vacation enjoying yourself and whatever happens, happens. And so that's where I went from there. And then under that third day of me just being normal and like joking around, normal self, blah, blah, blah. We go to this concert. She's like, I want to go to this concert. And I was like, at this point, I'm like, I'm saying yes to everything. I don't give a fuck, you know, like, because, because I'm acting like I just met her. So when you're in a new relationship, you do everything the girl wants to do, right? Because you don't want to seem like lame. In a way, it was good because I feel like if she didn't say anything, I might have that night just said, hey, you just want to stay in, you know, because we were boyfriend and girlfriend. And I think this is my point. If you are with your, this is my relationship advice. If you're with a significant other or girlfriend or partner or non-binary human that you uh, conversate with and have sex with, act like you're trying to pick them up every day because that night she's like, I want to go to this concert. And it was at like 11 PM to 4 AM in the morning, which in my mind, in my 33 year old mind, like my alarms going off, like do not by no means do not go here. We can't make it, man. That's what my mind is saying. But I, I was like, Hey, I'm on vacation. And I've just met this hot chick. What would you do in this situation? And I said, in normal situations, if I just met the hot chick, I would go. And so I went. We had a great time. Wonderful music. Danced all night. Had an awesome time. And then we were back. You know? It was like, all right. We went home that night. And then from then on, we were back and just having fun. And it was awesome. So all in all, interesting, I would say. All in all, glad I went. I'm glad she brought that up when she did. She said she may have waited until the end of the trip to say that. In which case, I probably wouldn't have gone to that concert, which was awesome. And that would have been a super bummer on the way back. So as we've left it is... We still talk every day and, uh, you know, we're going to see how things go. I'm going to take her to Barcelona with me <laughs> because in my mind, uh, she's a lot of fun. Um, I like being around her. She has a great sense of humor and she's hot. So what else could I ask for? You know, um, could I find someone in Barcelona and then repeat this process over and over again until oblivion, until I go completely insane? Sure. Yeah, I could, but I don't think I want to do that. And um, I'm not going to meet anyone here in Florida in the time period before Barcelona. And uh, so I'm taking her and uh, I'm going to have a good time. And I don't care what anyone thinks about that. And that was a solid 20 minutes on Recife, you know, but it's good to be back in Florida. Um, I'm glad to be back here. Uh, I'm going to stay here. I'm actually going to live in Tampa from February to March. Although I will say, I think I'm a better person in, uh, in Chicago. And let me explain why. I think it's because there's, I don't have to drive in Chicago. And I think driving brings out the worst side of human beings. I was in a car, in my car, in a car. I was in a car. I stole a car. No, I was in my car. I was at the gym and I was leaving the gym 
and there's a U-turn you have to make. And there's a lady who's, uh, you know, you're making a U-turn, but there's a, a lane that has traffic coming through it. And so I'm waving her to go before I do my U-turn. She's inching. She sees me. She doesn't know what to do. She's inching. I'm waving. I'm like, go, 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 go. And she's like, uh, uh. And that before I know it, I'm waving. And then I just, I go. And then sh that's when she decides to go. And so now we're like in the intersection together. And uh, I swear to God, I said, um, at full volume, what the fuck are you doing, you stupid whore? Now, why did I, I I'm like that's such a disgusting thing to say to someone <laughs> i don't know her i'm sure she's not a whore i'm sure she's very respectful you know only on the third date did she put out but i said it and i would have never said that in chicago because i don't have to drive and deal with people's driving road rage it's a real thing you know like you hear of these stories of people getting in these like like they're like someone beat someone to death with a bat over a like a fender bender it's like how did that happen well i can now i can see because i was telling this woman that she's a stupid whore and literally it was a minor inconvenience to me <laughs> or maybe that's who i am all the time wouldn't that be rough Oh, man, that's kind of depressing. But I'm doing a lot. I'm trying to calm down. I'm trying to calm down. I'm doing a lot of reading while I'm here. Um, current book I'm reading is called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. It's okay. I mean, like, it's definitely a self-help book. And if you know David Goggins, he was a former, or no, yeah, former Navy SEAL you know, tough childhood. Um, the, the things that he's accomplished are amazing in his life. Became a Navy SEAL, had to do Hell Week three times to achieve it. Um, his dad was a piece of shit. Uh, he, he, then he was raising money for other Navy SEAL veterans and uh, so to do that, he was running like ultra marathons, which is like a hundred miles or more. And so it's a book about that, right? Like all of my accomplishments. So I feel like a book like that could be like just 150 pages. And like, we get the point, like I'm, I'm like at the 230 page mark and it's like, okay, I get it, dude. You're better than me. Like, and he's just like, well, you just got to get in this mindset. I'm like, you know what it is? Extraordinary people don't understand. I'm not even going to say extraordinary. I think he has a mental illness. Like someone that must, like cannot allow themselves not to go through complete torture to achieve a goal. That doesn't mean the people that, that kind of tap or say, no, that's not for me, are like suck, right? To me, that just means like the person that does it might be mentally ill. But he can't understand that. He's like, you, he, like in his mind, he's only used to his mind. So he's like, well, why can't others do it? And I guess I'd be the same way. But the book's kind of depressing because in my mind, I'm thinking I could never, ever, ever become a Navy SEAL. 
And like, that's what's depressing me because I know it's achievable, right? I know that I think I'm in healthy condition, right? I definitely have a better head start over a lot of people in my fitness, but the mental aspect, I don't think I could conquer. I can't conquer my mentality when it's like, I have to like design four emails for like a campaign. Like sometimes I'm just not in the mood that day. And no matter what I do, I'm just in this dark hole and I can't get out. So I don't know. I might need like medication, but to David Goggins, he would be like, I would crush those four emails. And then I would do 4,000 pull-ups because, and, and nothing could stop me. Been to some dark places, man. It's like, it's like, I don't know. Anyways, in that book, he does say, um, <laughs> he says, one, one of the things he says is, you know, you got to really hone in and focus on certain tasks and you can't be distracted. And the normal person gets distracted because they have 3000 thoughts per hour. And I was like, bull fucking shit. I was like, 3,000 thoughts per hour? No way. So I look it up. I found the article he was referencing. False. It may be that, you know, Elon Musk probably has 3,000 thoughts per hour, but come on. Like, I found an actual article, which seemed more legit from the Harvard Medical Journal. Six thoughts per minute. 390 thoughts per hour, 6,000 thoughts per day. And you know what I thought? I thought, you know, I don't think even that can be trusted. They they studied 190 people. Which 190 people? Because I can tell you one thing. I've met people that might have maybe one thought per hour, 16 thoughts a day. I'm not making fun of them. I'm actually jealous of them. Can you imagine my mind? I have ADHD undiagnosed, but I have ADHD. I see something. I, I, that leads me to something else that leads me to something else. Or I see an email, which leads me to something else. I cannot focus. And it's, it's a problem, right? But I, I wish I was like some dimwit that only had a thought because they don't know they're a dimwit right in their mind. They're a fucking genius. Like ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is also confidence because those people think they're fucking the shit. And, and one thought per hour, 16 thoughts a day, man, that would be a blessing. God, I'd love that. I don't know where I go from here. I really don't. You know, I think I mentioned earlier, I thought I'd be dead by now. Um, So now I'm just like kind of in this weird, like cruise autopilot, like mentality, because I I just don't know where I go from here. I I just think some people were meant to just be gone, just just die and and just be done because I just I, I don't think certain people are meant like their mind is too active or too destructive to last for 70 something years. And so now I'm just like, I'm just cruising on autopilot. Right. Um, 
like I was I was in Tampa for New Year's Eve and someone was like, You want to take mushrooms? I'm like, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah, I'll take magic mushrooms on New Year's Eve on top of a building because I thought it'd be, like, what's there to lose? I, I I thought I'd be gone by now. Which was kind of cool, by the way. I was in uh, Tampa, New Year's Eve, and uh, we were on top of this um, bar, this tiki bar at the pier, overlooking the water. Great time with Ryan and, and Alini and all of her friends. Rented out a whole like VIP section. His buddy Donnie is a wild man, had the mushrooms. So we were like eating mushrooms. And dude, when... The fireworks came in. There was a fog that when the fireworks started, a fog like a like a movie fog rolled in right as the fireworks started. So all you could see is a cloud and blasts of colorful light coming through. And then I looked over to my right and Georgia, right when it turned midnight, missed a field goal. Or no, no, sorry. Ohio State missed a field goal. First Georgia. Right as it turned midnight. Look back. Fog. Just colorful. Like colors shining through the fog. And the fog rolled out just in time for the finale. And we got to see actual fireworks. And I thought to myself, you know, a lot of people were bummed when I was there. And they were like, oh, God. Like, of course, right when the fireworks. But I'm like, everyone every year has seen the fireworks from this location the same way we got to see it a different way through the fog and um i thought that was i thought that was pretty cool so i'm glad i you know i'm not saying this is like a a depressive thing of oh i'm doing mushrooms because whatever I, i actually think everyone should do mushrooms every so often because it unleashes your mind they actually say that the first um humanoids or apes or cavemen or whatever whatever the lowest form of it, the evolutionary chart was that the reason that evolution kind of took place was over millions and millions of years is like certain segments of those apes would eat mushrooms and it expanded their mind who knows if it's true look it up on your own while i was in tampa though i uh and that's what you're probably hearing me on the cast drink i uh ryan had some kombucha or kombucha, whatever, however you pronounce it. And I got to say, I love this stuff. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't stand the taste. It tastes like vinegar and I like it. I like that that sting, that vinegar sting, baby. Um, and I'm going to be drinking a lot of it because another thing, you know, I think, I think God like thought I was supposed to be dead by now too because – I have acne again. It's like God was like, wait, you're 33. I, like, I'm just like restarting your life because you're supposed to be dead by now. So I'm going to give you acne again. So I have to, I went on going, or I've, I've started Accutane, which is basically poison. But I don't want acne, okay? And I'll take whatever ramifications come from this. But you can't drink while on this drug. And, uh... So I'm going to be drinking just kombucha every day and I won't be drinking for four months straight, at least four months straight. And I've never done that before. So 
all I ask is you pray for me. Just pray for Adam. Please, God, don't let me die. Yeah, God's like, I thought you were dead already. Let's restart this. You're a teenager again. Here, here's a pimple in your face, you 33-year-old idiot. Here's a pic. It's God saying, hey, you know how you're complaining about being with a hot chick in Recife and and I've given you an amazing job and your family is healthy and you're complaining still? Well, fuck you. Here's a pimple on your forehead, dipshit. That's what I feel. I'm being punished by God. But God, you know what? Man made this poison that I'm that I eat every morning and it's going to make my face clear. So that's what I'm going to do. Although I, I, I tell you what, I could not get this prescription for a week straight. Doctor called it in. Walgreens said, oh, you, you didn't fill out the I pledge form, which is basically a form that says, I don't care what this does to me or my future children. Give me poison. That's basically what I pledge is. But it really doesn't matter for men because for men, it's like if you drink while on it, you will destroy your liver. For women, it's like if you get pregnant, you will have a Hills Have Eyes character for a child. And that is a guarantee. Every single pill that I crack open has a tiny illustration of a baby with an X mark on it. Every one, every single pill has that. <laughs> And I bet you what, right? Those people that have one thought per hour, 16 thoughts a, a day, I bet you a couple of them are out there on Accutane are like still having sex. They're just like, I didn't see it. <laughs> but anyway, back to my point. Walgreens didn't have that, right? So then I'm like, fuck you guys. I told my doctor, he's like, they... They don't know what they're talking about. I have you as approved and I pledge. Send it over to CVS, which is like 10 minute drive away. Drive over there. Line is like 45 minutes long. I'm like, I'm not waiting in this line. I come back the next morning at like crack of dawn to get my poison. And I go there and they're like, no, you need this. I pledge number. I come back here. I was about to, I was like, literally, I, and I'm, I'm not a, embarrassed to say this. I was crying in my car on that drive back. Cause imagine Imagine at 33 getting acne again. Then imagine you you for a year and a half to two years straight, you're combating this with topical gels and antibiotics and nothing works. Then once you get your poison six straight times, you fail to get it from the pharmacy. So I was crying on my drive back and, um, I finally emailed my doctor. I said, like, I need this number, man. And uh, he gave me the number. I went in. They're like, oh, you got your number? You need to go in the pickup line. Or no, you need to go in the drop-off line. Give us your number. Then you can get in the pickup line. Meanwhile, both of these lines are 30, 45 minutes long. So I'm, in, I'm at a CVS for two hours. To, to, again, I want to emphasize this. I'm at CVS for two hours, six days of trying later to get poison. I'm begging for poison. Finally get there and they're like, your insurance doesn't cover it. Of course it doesn't. 
because you know i had this i took accutane when i was a teenager and what it is is they need your doctor to say this is a medical issue and insurance should cover it and then insurance covers it right i should have remembered that and told the guy but i didn't she's like it's three hundred dollars <laughs> i'm like what but by this point i didn't give a fuck i was gonna buy it for 300 bucks she's like oh i have a coupon code it's a hundred dollars I was like, yeah, pull the trigger. I've been paying $100 for my face for about three years straight. Like, do you think this is really going to, like, affect me? I was like, pull the trigger. Anyway, so finally, I called my insurance after that, and they're going to get it figured out. But, like, all of this rigmarole and, like, do this, do that, and CVS and Walgreens are so understaffed, and everyone in Florida is, like, on some sort of pain pill or, or some sort of drug. I, w- I was looking behind the counter. It looked like christmas at like michael jordan's house it's like why are all these packages with drugs how many people are on drugs in this tiny area in deerfield beach florida my god i don't want to see what a miami pharmacy looks like speaking of i can't drink alcohol can i do other drugs i i need something to alter my state of mind all right let's look it up Isotetranoin. I take and um, Adderall. See if I can take Adderall when I'm on this. No interactions were found between Accutane and Adderall. Yes! (laughs) I can get that drug. Isotetranoin, Adderall, and cocaine. I probably shouldn't do that, it says. (laughs) Uh, Oh, of course, there's a Reddit thing on this. Like, there's some idiot out there who's like, hey, can I take cocaine with Accutane? (laughs) Here's the here's the guy who comments on this. Hey, I understand cocaine is dangerous and detrimental to my health, but I'm spending a week away from uni with some friends and some cocaine will be consumed. Trying to not drink while on Accutane, as I know how bad drinking can be on your liver. Would a small bit of cocaine over a three or four day span put me at huge risk? Not trying to upset anyone. I just want to understand the risk. Hey, man, I understand. I feel like, oh, this guy, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like this would cause the nosebleed of a century. Yeah. So Accutane, what it does is because it's poison, it sucks every oil out of your body. So... For four months, I'm gonna look like I just like li- like was lying down face first on the on the. What am I trying to say? Lying down face first on the surface of the sun. It's just a lot of s's in there. I had to get my mind around it. I've looked at some research about the effects of cocaine in the liver. I didn't find anything that assumes it causes damage. Anecdotally, <laughs> this this is great. Anecdotally, it didn't bother me too much. So. This guy is taking cocaine and Accutane at the same time. This other guy says it's much safer than drinking while on the tane. <laughs> this guy, this guy's developing a coke habit because Accutane. It's wild stuff. Ay ay ay. What about mushrooms? What about Accutane and magic mushrooms? Check it out, people. Shrooms and Accutane. 
dude, everyone, this is why the internet's amazing. Everyone has done everything. Hi, I'm planning on taking a shroom trip in about two weeks from now. I take 60 milligrams of Accutane daily and have no side effects minus the dry skin. I've read quite a few floats on a different forum of the topic, but can't find any conclusive evidence. I've already done shrooms once. I want to take the same dose. Does anyone have any experience? Been on the medicines when I was a youngster. Stuff works great, by the way, for life too. That's not true. I was on Accutane and then had like seven blissful years of no acne. And then God said, you must have clinical depression again. Yes, I have eight mushrooms on top of Accutane and had zero adverse effects. It has no role in those effects. Yes. All right. So I can do Adderall, cocaine, and mushrooms. That's good to know. That's good to know. And kombucha. There you go. Hey, glass half full. I'm already like less depressed than what I was. Um, yeah, so I finally got it. Um, I got to get my blood work every week, but I'm being open about it because, hey, man, people go through shit. Okay. And could my life be way worse? A thousand times worse? Of course it could, but it affects me. And so whenever someone tells me, oh, you don't even have bad skin, like blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter because in my mind, it is bad. A giant pimple on my lip, right, affects me the same way that like someone getting like a diagnosis of like skin cancer. Like, like mentally, I was reading an article mentally, like 10 years of acne has the same mental detriment as a cancer diagnosis. Isn't that wild? So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm doing all I can, right? I'm doing all I can. And, um, and I'm going to keep doing that for the rest of my life is all I can, right? When problems arise, you just got to tackle them. And that's what I'm doing. So uh, I, th I hope this is a good cast. I think that was pretty good. A solid 42 minutes. Um, Hope you enjoyed. And yeah, like I said before, uh, Napa Charlie's joining tomorrow. So uh, make sure you listen. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace. I'm open wide, feeling 
Thinking about you when I get 